0: Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the David DeGianovic show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at 9.
1: And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch.
0: So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros.
2: David DeGianovic, live from Salt Lake's Power District with a deeper
1: look at the billion dollar cost of a pro baseball team
0: billion dollar cost is to taxpayers uh, Utah lawmakers up debating it on Capitol Hill uh, as we speak. Uh, we heard earlier from Holly Richardson of the Desert News and Utah Policy, who is uh, tracking this legislation carefully. Uh, we expect that it will get pushed through in these final days of the 2024 general session, Dave, of the Utah State Legislature. However, they're getting pushed back from rural communities, uh, some who um, are having some heartburn over collecting higher taxes for the hotel room um, that would be required uh, in this legislation in order for that billion dollars to help fund an MLB Park in the on the west side of Salt Lake City
1: it surprises me a little bit that they're having heartburn over this because this isn't coming from average Utahns this isn't an increase to the income tax or the state sales tax this is a transient room tax which is typically played by tourists so it's a tourist tax
0: But I think the question for a lot of folks is, where is it going to end? With the new ballpark comes other added expenses, such as what are they gonna do with the traffic configuration in this community? What will they need to do to fund um, more track stops, more light rail trains to this area? Um, There's so many questions with this regarding other things outside of, hey, can we sell enough tickets? Or how about this question? Are we even gonna get a team to begin with? Uh, Andy Farnsworth, uh, certainly our traffic expert, very important part of this conversation. And Andy, as Dave, um, I was driving Dave and Caitlin and Mitch, our producers, out to this area this morning. Um, I made a wrong turn um, because uh, I went too far and I realized I we turned into, um, it's either an RV park or a trailer park and I, it looked like a long-term living situation for folks right across the street from where this new ballpark would be built. It didn't look like those roads went through. A lot of other roads don't go through. So I'm just worried about uh, communities really being impact either having to be taken out for new off ramps or on ramps um, or street widening out here what do you what are you thinking?
2: Well, they're going to have to do something, of course. Uh, if you've ever tried to go to the fair on certain days, uh, you know how busy North Temple can get in between, you know, the freeway overpass and, you know, the the fairgrounds itself is over at 900 West. And then uh, where you guys are is about, what, 1100 West or so? Exactly. But you got about a mile stretch between 900 West and Redwood Road. The ballpark's going to go in there. Uh, so, and that's... I mean, I, as far as a location for a ballpark, it would be hard to argue you could find a better one. It's something that's visible right as you go into downtown. If you take tracks, you'll go right in front of the ballpark. Whether or not you're going to the ballpark, you're gonna, you can take tracks into downtown right past it. So it's a prime location spot, but obviously a lot of infrastructure would have to be done around it, including widening uh, uh, North Temple itself. Um It's a good spot right by the freeway where you've got that I-80 exit at Redwood. Uh, You've got 215 that basically empties onto Redwood. I mean, it's, it's a good location. But, yeah, something would have to be done. Uh, have you tried to go to an RSL game? They've still got to fix that situation with yeah. traffic, trying to get to 90 South and over onto State Street. Well, so. you get
0: trapped on a frontage road on that, in that situation. It takes you right by, like, classic skating and everything. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, that could happen, like, getting turned around in the neighborhood,
2: like Street. you said, yeah. Debbie, could definitely happen to somebody. Although, I think by the time we had a ballpark that was built and that was ready to receive people, other things will have taken place. But, yes... There is a potential for impact. That I, did you turn into the KOA campground? Is that what you turned into? I think into? we
0: probably did. Okay, I, I was driving. I, I was my obviously my lookout folks were sleeping at, the, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was a KOA campground or something of that nature. It Looked to me like Dave said it looked like long term a long term living situation, so maybe it was next to the KOA.
1: Yeah,
2: but and, and you know I got to be honest, I, I there might be some businesses that you know, would be worried that, hey, this is going to, yeah. maybe they'll take my business away because uh, we don't make enough to uh, to have enough of a lobby. To, I don't know. I mean.
0: Oh, I would say so. There's certainly some businesses that have been here, along well, here be for impacted. a long time. Yeah, well, but
2: the only impacted. thing we can't do is we can't assume that it's going to look like it does right now when the, once they start building and everything like that. I mean, even the construction is going to impact the businesses and, um, you know, there's just, there's a lot up in the air, but to bring in something as big, uh, big a deal is maybe the wrong word, but something with as big of a impact for good and or
1: or ill, it's gonna have to make some changes. One uh, thing that stands out to me, Andy, uh, in comparison to let's say the Delta Center, there are a lot of kind of grid parking areas, you know, through main streets, main streets where you can can move around. Down here uh, on the west side, they don't have the same through streets and grid uh, layout that they do on on the other side of I-15. Well, but you got
2: to think in different terms as well. Now, in Utah, we're so used to driving everywhere and wanting to park because we want the convenience of that. And I'm not saying that as a positive or negative. That's just how we think. And I'm one of those people. But uh, have you ever been to a Yankees game at Yankee Stadium, I Dave? Went
0: last, I went last summer. Did you drive yes. to it or
2: did you take the train? We
0: took an Uber just out of convenience, oh, yeah. so we were going to take the subway.
2: Right, and and I really think that, that having a tracks line already built in front of the location where this is going to go, I mean, think about how many True. people take tracks to the U of U football games and how much, you know, that mm-hmm. what that does is that opens parking all across the valley, essentially, for you to park yep. at and then take the train to the games, and I think that would be – where the big advantage would come from is you wouldn't necessarily need to build huge amounts of parking lots or, you know, knock things down because you already have a train line that runs right in front of
1: where the stadium would be. Andy, thank you. Uh, And you're absolutely right. Uh, There's a drop off uh, for front runner. So the front runner train has a North Temple exit. So it's very easy to get off on Front runner, jump on the tracks line, and then you'd head right to the the stadium. It's even walkable from the the train.
0: Uh, Dave and I broadcasting live from what is supposed to become a major league ballpark um, stadium in the community. We're in the same zip code. We are across the street at the Utah State Fair Park. We've got a ton of coverage lined up for our 10 o'clock and our 11 o'clock hour about this very issue. Dave has been looking into the uh, economic impact and some of the economic issues and problems that stadiums have brought to other communities. We're often sold on on these as, hey, this will bring a lot of economic development to the area. Dave has been looking into that angle. He's got some excellent information to share. I'm also going to be looking into what happened uh, in the Phoenix area when uh, the NFL team, the Cardinals, wanted to build a stadium. And folks, that was a 20-year-long debacle. More in the 10 o'clock hour next.